Hello, you're listening to the Highly Strange Podcast with me, Lewis. And me, Sarah. And today, we're going to talk about something highly strange. Sound good? Black-eyed children. (laughs) Perfect. Whether a figment of the imagination of a blossoming new age of communication, or genuine paranormal activity, the phenomenon known simply as black-eyed children, or black-eyed kids, have taken the internet's imagination by storm. With its origin dating back to the 1980s, but becoming widely known in paranormal circles in the mid-90s, black-eyed children are one of the most recent urban legends that have gained traction, the predecessor to the actually fictitious Slenderman. In this episode, I'll just be telling a few stories I've gathered around the internet, Reddit, and that the big one, the main one. Whilst there have been reports on web forums of cases dating back to the 1940s, the first well-known case took place in 1996, as reported by Texas reporter Brian Bethel. Reporting a story in the Abilene Reporter, Bethel describes a black-eyed children account that would pave the way for future encounters. Bethel only knows the year the event occurred, 1996, and that it was dark. He was sitting in the car park of Camelot Communications, a local internet provider, to pay his bill. Which is, like, mad that you've got to go somewhere and, like, pay for your internet. Like, in person. <laughs> the dark ages. <laughs> like, you've got to go there with a, with a checkbook and put it in a slot because it's dark. Nice. Bit inconvenient. <laughs> it is incredibly inconvenient. Using the ambient light of a nearby cinema, Bethel was writing out his cheque when he was startled by a knock on his driver's side window. Standing outside his car were two young boys, who Bethel estimated were 9 to 12 year olds, wearing hoodies. Bethel wound down his window, anticipating a spiel for money, however these children didn't want his money. Bethel described a feeling of being immediately gripped by an incomprehensible, soul-wracking fear, but he had absolutely no idea why. I mean, children fill me with fear anyway. <laughs> if I see two people come at me in a hoodie, I'm like sweating. I'm like, they're going to take my money, they're going to stab me. Yeah, you're about to get shanked. <laughs> One of the boys, who Bethel described as a somewhat suave, olive-skinned, curly-haired young man, started engaging Bethel in conversation, while the second boy, who was standing further back, was red-headed, pale-skinned and freckled. Right, if I see a suave child, I'm scared. (laughs) And obviously everyone knows about ginger kids. Just don't approach in general. (laughs) Stay stay away from them. So what do you think this boy's going to ask him? So he's already saying he doesn't think he wants money. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure he's going to ask him for his soul, I imagine. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. As it happens, the boy, who Bethel named the spokesman, asked him for a ride. They wanted to see a film, the 1996 classic Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) But unfortunately, they'd left their money at their mother's house. Looking up the showtimes, Bethel told the boys that there wouldn't be enough time to take them and see the film. The spokesman assured Bethel, telling him that they were just little kids and much more terrifying. They didn't have a gun or anything. This story became uncredible. Once it said the classic film Mortal Classi- Kombat. I've never seen Mortal Kombat, but I did look up the IMDb and it is deemed a classic. You've never seen it? I've never seen it's it. Bad film. Is it bad? Oh, awful. There's a new I one out. Two. Is there a new? There's one? a new one out. I think it came out this year. It has to be better. The the two I remember two in the nineties and they were very bad. <laughs> well, is it as scary as like a suave child? <laughs> Bethel now describes the boys as having coal black eyes, much like what you would see in a typical alien grow. 
In other cases, black-eyed children are described as having soulless eyes, or what is often described as liquid black eyes. Whilst internally freaking out, Bethel calmly made more excuses as he quickly wound up his car window and put his car into reverse. Before he could speed away and escape these menacing miners, the spokesman knocked on his window. Did you like that? I menacing did. miners. That was a good Love line. a bit of alliteration. We can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in. It's a bit vampire-like then, isn't it? It is a bit vampire-ish, actually. You can't let the vampire in without being invited either, can you? Bethel left the car park as fast as he could. Looking in his rear-view mirror, the boys were gone. Even Even if they ran away, they could not have hidden in an empty car park. Bethel will never know for certain what he saw in that night, but he knows, in what he describes as a gut feeling, that if he'd offered the spokesman a lift to see Mortal Kombat... He wouldn't have lived to tell the story and ostensibly introduced the legend of the black-eyed children to the modern paranormal zeitgeist. So yeah, like you said, it is very vampire-like. I mean, we don't know if they're ghosts, aliens, vampires. Let's kind of associate them to ghosts because my kind of perception of a black-eyed kid is uh, someone using a child as the safety net to get you know, you to trust them and let them in. So I think they're a possessed entity. <laughs> See, what we never learn is what actually happens if you were to let them in. I don't think anyone would let a child, a black-eyed child in. I remember reading a story once of somebody that did let them into their home and they just caused complete chaos and then left within about two hours. But it's meant to be that they turned their entire home upside down. and I could have done with that story, so... <laughs> Next time we'll... Uh... <laughs> We can sort of swap notes. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst this story introduced the black-eyed children phenomena to a wide audience via the internet, it was also headline news in the UK, reported in the national press. The woods in Cannock Chase, Staffordshire, have been haunted by the ghosts of three children over the last 35 years, allegedly murdered by serial killer Raymond Morris in 1967. Of the three young ghosts, a girl with black eyes, is said to alert visitors of Cannock Chase to her presence by screaming for help until someone comes to her rescue. Which I wouldn't. It'd be really (laughs) hard to see a little girl on her own now and not want to instantly help her. Maybe I'm absolutely soulless, but if I was in the (laughs) woods that is allegedly haunted and I heard a girl screaming for help, I would be like, best of luck to you. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) leave. I wish you no harm. (laughs) But I'm not here to save you. <laughs> On the 10th of October 2016, paranormal investigator Tom Buckmaster reported to have recorded a black-eyed kid on video, as was published in the illustrious Daily Mail newspaper, <laughs> which we all love here. Buckmaster claims that the girl seen in this footage is not human, as it is capable of creating its own light source. A spirit box, a piece of equipment ghost hunters use that modifies and edits radio waves that are then open to being manipulated by spirits, reveal the sounds of footsteps and the message, we are watching, we are looking. I've never heard the footage, have you? I've got footage, I've got the video, which I will link on our socials, which is Highly Strange Pods, on Instagram. I'll have to give it a listen. I I, I don't know if the sound was on it, I never heard the spirit box, but I mean, what do you think about spirit boxes? (laughs) I don't know if I fully believe them to be credible evidence of a ghost, but I do like to believe 
there has to ghosts have to have a way of if we truly believe ghosts are real then there has to be a way that they can communicate and i don't see why it couldn't be a spirit box if that makes sense because I, I do love ghost adventures. I do we love we both ghost. love ghost adventures, and Zach Bagan specifically. Mm, Zach douchebag Bagan. And his tanned <laughs> physique. But they, they love the spirit box, and you hear like the bits of the radio, and it's like... Meh, 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 and they're like, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is I can never hear what the ghost is saying until they've subtitled it, and then you're not really hearing that, are you? No, you're, there's a... Your mind is playing tricks on you, the words have been put in front of you, so then all of a sudden you can work it out. There is a name for that, and I can't think what it is. Yeah, I, I can't remember it either. So now I've told you the origin of the black-eyed children. I have a few more examples that I've stolen from Reddit. I'm in. Right, this first one's from Reddit user Kitchen Armadillo. <laughs> Good start. Strong start. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Um, <laughs> it's 11.30 at night in the middle of June and I'm in my house alone with my dog. I was sitting on my living room couch when I hear two knocks at the front door. My dog immediately hopped up on the couch with me and started trembling. I got startled and hesitantly walked to the front door. My door has two slim windows on each side of it, so I looked out through the right window and saw two kids. One looked really small, like he was five, and the other kid looked at least nine. They were both wearing winter clothes. Keep in mind that it's the middle of June. I tried to look at their faces, but my porch light wasn't working for some reason. They were just staring at the door. I was staring at them for at least 20 seconds when they both looked at me through the window and the door. I run back to my couch and try to be as quiet as I can and don't make any noise. I hear two knocks again and hear, Sir, let us in. Me and my brother are very hungry and tired. I just about scream because I have no idea how they know I am a man. I waited ten seconds and I hear, Let us in, we have to call our mum. I waited about a minute and I hear pounding on my window and one of the kids say, Let us in, in a demanding manner. It's been at least two minutes and I think they are gone until I hear my backyard gate sling open. Then I hear pounding on my back sliding door. I run upstairs and lock myself in my bedroom with my dog. They keep pounding for at least half an hour. The pounding stops and I put headphones on and try to sleep through it when they come back. I never saw them since. What I find interesting in this story, which is typical to many others I've read across the internet, is the demand to be let into the house, like you said, like vampires. Or like they let wanted to be in Bethel's car. The black-eyed children get more assertive and aggressive if you if you refuse their originally innocent request. I think the um, the dog part is interesting as well. I always think it, it, it interests me when a dog starts growling at what is perceived to be a human, almost like they can sense that they're yeah from a different world, or you know they don't have a good soul. There's lots of like. Like videos on YouTube, you see like a, like someone's haunted house and a dog's just like staring at the corner, yeah. growling at like the empty corner of a room. And I'd be like, "We need a new dog. Yeah. <laughs> this one's broken. Can we get a new one?" Sometimes the cats just stare into nothingness, and I'm like, "Ah, ghost!" <laughs> like it is cheaper to get a new pet than like a new house. Yeah, probably cheaper than a spirit box if you adopt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe one day we'll buy a spirit box and we can sit there and record it. <laughs> this next one's from Reddit user Not The Real Austin. So I don't know what happened to The Real Austin. Powers or? <laughs> Austin Powers, legend. 
(laughs) (laughs) It starts, I'm a believer in many things paranormal with BEKs, which I disagree with saying BEKs. Just say Black Eyed Kids. It's not that much longer. With BEKs being one of the stories I thought was urban legend until early this morning. I'm the assistant manager of a pizza hut. Love a pizza hut. We love pizza. pizza we love pizza hut on the highly strange podcast. Buffet at pizza hut. All is, you could eat. Yeah. That's the way <laughs> I'm the assistant manager of a pizza hut in my town, and my GM has me on the late night shift, so he doesn't have to anymore. It was a little after two a.m., and around that time is when the external lights of the building cut off, leaving the parking lot almost pitch black. The driver and I were in the very back of the store, finishing up dough prep and dishes as we normally do. While we were in a conversation, I started to feel unnerved. I don't know what dough prep is. It sounds um, <laughs> sounds sounds really pleasant. I ignored it due to anxiety and stressing over a homeless man making a scene a couple of hours prior to close. But the feeling didn't go away, so I made a patrol around the restaurant. I looked out of the front doors first, since the highway gives out front a little bit of light but there was nothing. I looked out the windows in the dining room, but still nothing. It wasn't until I decided to look out the drive through window that I saw it. Standing about three-ish yards away from the window was a girl in a dress, barely illuminated by the lights that were still cooling down outside. She was pale and had hair that fell just past her shoulders. As an adult, my first thought was, what is that kid doing out in 34 degrees Fahrenheit weather in the pouring rain? I don't know what that is in Celsius, I didn't do that research. Someone can e- email us in at highly strange podcast at gmail.com. I can find out. What was it? 34 degrees Fahrenheit. Just having a Google break, please, audience. Please uh, indulge us this. 1.111 degrees Celsius. 1 degree Celsius, so it's pretty chilly. Marginally above freezing. And it was raining. Okay. But then our eyes met and I saw that hers were a jet black colour. I recoiled from the window and ran over to the safe to get my phone out of it. By the time I got it out and ran back to the drive-thru, she wasn't there and I didn't see her again for the entire time we was there. I'm most like, who has a Pizza Hut drive-thru? I was literally just thinking. I've seen them. I've never seen a Pizza Hut drive-thru. Yeah, I can picture one on like a business estate somewhere. I can tell you where it is. I've never... (laughs) That is highly strange. Yeah, that's what I'm most concerned about with the story. How do I access a Pizza Hut drive-thru? I think this is the ghost of a girl that died in a Pizza Hut buffet. All you can eat. Just over eight. Over eight. I've been close. Maybe she got involved in the dough prep. The The dough prep is a violent stage of pizza creation. The The final story I've got is... Possibly the most interesting one, as it ties into one of my favourite paranormal phenomenon, the men in black. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. I'm sweating. We love the men in black. I might take my shirt off in a minute, because I I like to talk about the men in black topless. (laughs) This... (laughs) Whatever you're comfortable with, mate. I'm sweating. This is from the Reddit user I Am Fool's Gold, and it's called They Spoke Like They Were Programmed in the 1950s got a title for this one because it's relevant to my theories i'm ready to go strap yourself in it's a long one so when i was like 13 my mum and her boyfriend had to go to the hospital and no one would be able to get my brother to the bus stop the next morning because they had to stay overnight so i got to miss school the next day to make to take my brother 
after I made sure my brother got on the bus and stuff, I went home <laughs> and cleaned and did random stuff a 13-year-old did. I know what I did when I was 13, so, and it was random. It was, <laughs> it was around 11.45 when there was a knock on my door. Thinking it was a mailman or a neighbour or something, I opened the door and said hello. There was this kid at the door. He couldn't have been much older than me at the time, but he had bangs that were covered. That's like a fringe yeah. for our English listeners, yeah. which is all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all five. <laughs> all five listeners. He had bangs that were covering his eyes, which I found weird because it was like 107 degrees out. Can we have another Fahrenheit check? Um, I'm guessing that's quite warm. That's probably around 30 or 35. What was it? 107 degrees. This is really compelling listening. <laughs> that's 41, 41 degrees. degrees. Oh, shit. That's rather warm. You don't want a fringe when it's 41 degrees. Everyone cuts off their fringe in the summer. <laughs> it was like 107 degrees out. So this kid was super still. I don't know what that means. Um, Iron Falls Gold. Can you please elaborate what that means? Like, I thought one of my friends put a mannequin there and ran out or something. But then it spoke. It sounded like a fucking robot or something. It was like it was programmed to say this. My mother said to ask someone for a phone in fear that I'd get lost. Do you have a phone? He said, like some fucking 1950s kids. This guy loves a swear word. What? Did 1950s kids ask for phones? <laughs> I'm guessing it's in the tone. I can't do the tone of a 1950s American child. <laughs> I'm not going to try. My brain will oh, give that a go. But... Why would you say it and then not do it? <laughs> I'm playing that one safe. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we will get you to do one eventually. In my, in my Men in Black episodes. Fine. We'll, we'll save it for that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming soon. At this point, I was shitting my pants because one, I'm a 13-year-old girl and this older boy dressed like a burglar was at my door with half his face covered. Two, for some reason, I just couldn't look away. I felt like if I moved or said something other than yes, then I'd explode. And three, I saw two other boys around the same age standing in my driveway, dressed the exact same way the one in front of me was. Baggy jeans, dark hoodie, and scuffed up vans. So, like, every 13-year-old ran Yeah, like that's just park. someone going through their grunger phase, really, isn't it? <laughs> So I started to stutter and shake my head. I finally got out a no, then started to close the door. But the bastard put his foot in the way. Then, then the two others started walking up and I was like, hell no. <laughs> I grabbed the bat by the door and threatened him. A threatening 13-year-old with a baseball bat. Terrifying. If you don't leave right now, I'll fucking kick your ass, then call the cops. I shouted loud enough so at least one of my neighbours could hear, I hoped. I actually think a 13-year-old with a bat and their hormones being all over the place, especially a girl, would be quite terrifying. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm being deadly serious. That would scare me. <laughs> then the far right one said in the exact same tone and voice as the first, I'm sorry to bother you. I'll just come again later and ask. Just as I was about to close the door, the first one smiled, looked up, and there were black eyes. The other two looked the same, and I was like, nope, and slammed the door. I don't know if this girl was still 13 when she wrote this <laughs> I think this must have happened like 10 minutes ago to her the other two looked, looked the same and I was like nope and slammed the door shut then called my neighbour who was this big 20 year old something dude 
It's Barry from EastEnders. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Uh, I'm going to try and get a Barry reference in every episode. <laughs> he ran over and looked for them all around my house, but he said they were gone. So that's my last story. I saved the best till last. They still didn't come in. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't come in. I couldn't find one where they came in. Maybe we'll do an update. Many, uh, Black Eyed Children too. I think it's more... That one's... They, they're kind of dressed differently, aren't they? Because that... The description of what they're dressed in then, to me, wouldn't necessarily imply scruffy. Whereas... A lot of the other accounts are, you know, they almost look toneless and helpless and, and really scruffy. I think this one was just like, we wouldn't call them scruffy because we would wear like baggy jeans and a hoodie and vans. Mm. I mean, I'm, I've got vans right now. <laughs> and they're scruffy, they're like five years old. But like, yeah, the interesting part of this is where she says that they sound like 1950s robots. Which obviously I can't get the tone across, so we're going to have to trust that they sound like that. But that's... That's the link into the Men in Black. So do you think when she says robot, though, she just means rehearsed, like they've said the line over and over, and it's rehearsed, or do you think she actually meant, like, the tone was robotic? Well, possibly, because uh, there are, like, reports of Men in Black that are they think are actually robots. Mm. Like, there's one, these Men in Black come into this person's house, and they sit down, and their trousers rise up their legs, and this bloke described, like, wires coming out of this Men in Black sock. So that you think they're actually a robot because they've got wires, or that they have fake lips and lipstick. I'm so excited to tell you the Men in Black story. <laughs> they have like one man in black like wiped his lips and like his lips came off and left just like a thin line where his mouth should be, and it implied it was lipstick. So do you reckon black-eyed kids work for the Men in Black? Well, there are like also reports of. Black-eyed kids that are, like seen riding in the cars of like Men in Black, because they use like the big nineteen fifties like Pontiacs, like out of time cars. Do you know like time wise what came first, Men in Black, or Black-eyed kids? Because could the black-eyed kids grown up <laughs> into the Men in Black? Well, I think the Men in Black sort of started back in like the sixties, seventies. I think the oh. earlier reports. But yeah, I mean that's the thing. Do like the the black-eyed children grow up to be men in black or that's implying that or this are they is the children of the men in are, black are they the children of or are they even like part of this phenomena are they like paranormal instead ghostly it's like the ghost of canic chase mm. in the woods there i sometimes wonder as well if it's just kids pranking <laughs> the last one sounds like it could be that. yeah yeah because you can get like black um Contact lenses, can't you? And you know, like we had it locally round here, the clowns. Yeah. So there was one story of like a mum with a pushchair being chased by a clown in the news, and then Facebook blew up over the next like couple of weeks with just stories of clowns chasing people down the street. Yeah. Yeah, because this these more recent ones sort of happened like round the Slenderman era. And obviously Slenderman wasn't real. It was made on the internet and it started the whole craze. Creepypasta stuff, yeah. Yeah, so you do have to wonder if these more recent ones are like that, where they just get spread around like urban legends. But the interesting one is the very first one, Brian Bethel's, which mm. happened way before all this. It sort of kicked that off. And obviously, I don't know back in the 80s if you could get black contact lenses 
I'm guessing if you could, they would have been really expensive. Yeah. I'm not sure. I feel like they're a relatively new thing, but I'm not sure date-wise. They would be possible if you were, like, in Hollywood. Yeah. You had access to, like, Hollywood special effects. Yes, but I don't know if, like, young kids, like, suave children in a Texas car park (laughs) would have, like, visual effect level contact lenses. I don't know. The weird thing, um, some of the stories I've read about black-eyed children, the things that freaks me out the most is some of the ones that approach you in a car and ask for a favour can then chase after you as fast as the car. Well, so it depends they can on the run, car. But they can run, like, supposedly 50 miles an hour. Oh, it beat my car then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this a lot is... of the accounts are, like, I just couldn't shake them off. They were, you know, travelling at the same speed as me in my car. Are you building up to a Rinse Lewis's car segment? <laughs> <laughs> Which is now no. apparently a week- <laughs> weekly segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but no, they are highly strange stories. <laughs> Paranormal, ghosts, vampires, aliens, children of the men in black. Yeah, they're kind of a bit of everything, aren't they? I think they're all, every of the, box. <laughs> all of it combined in one horrific fucking kid's body. <laughs> I do think I'd fall for it, though, honestly. Uh, if one knocked at my door and said, I just need to use your phone, I, I don't know where my mum is. I do think I would be the idiot that invites them in. Yeah, you are a sucker. Yeah, I would absolutely be like, oh, let me get you some milk and cookies while you're here as well. One day you are going to get kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. Like that bloke in Rochester with the cat. Yeah. Yeah, no, that wasn't a good time. (laughs) (laughs) We was down in the high street of Rochester and a man had a a young kitten. A 40-year-old man had a young kitten in like a sling (laughs) over his chest. And Sarah just went straight up to him and started stroking the cat. And I was like, that man genuinely looks like a serial killer. <laughs> to lo- start with, the cat was called Smudge. Yes. <laughs> Let's name it. <laughs> it was a very lovely cat. And the encounter was short. And I realised quickly <laughs> that I needed to walk away. <laughs> I was always already halfway down the street. I didn't want to be involved. I didn't want to get kidnapped because I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, thanks for just leaving me to handle it, though. <laughs> you can, you can uh, save yourself as well. Yeah, well, when he tells you he would run away from that girl screaming in the woods, he's absolutely telling the truth. It's just, it's just children, they are scary though. But speaking of cats, we have our own black eyed child in this household. He is a little, fun enough, ginger cat to relate to your earlier story. Already terrifying. And uh, I will put a picture of him up on the social pages because he has black eyes and they colour change they go from kind of an ambery colour sometimes to jet black and when they turn jet black he does attack you <laughs> he is a demon he I've is. seen him yeah. he flips around like yeah. he looks possessed most of the time so yeah it's a nice little way to end that <laughs> so yeah that's the story of the black eyed kids paranormal ghost vampires aliens children and the men in black all of it combines freaky kids fuck off Maybe they're goblins. Maybe they're just Ma- tiny little goblins. Oh, not, oh, the goblin story's <laughs> coming soon. Don't oh, well, spoil it. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks. We'll uh, see you next week. See you next week. Um, find us on the socials at Instagram at Highly Strange Pods. Every week I'm going to be adding like supplemental images and stuff to really Every help week you understand. Every week you will get a weekly picture of Barry from EastEnders. And I will post Barry <laughs> weekly. <laughs> 
And you can email us your favourite Barry facts on um, highlystrangepods at gmail.com. Perfect. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>